0: Good morning, everyone. We're glad to have you join us for this week's broadcast. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. We're looking at a very familiar piece of Scripture in the book of John, chapter 4, beginning in verse number 4, the Bible speaking of Jesus as He left Judea and departed again to Galilee. In verse number 4, the Bible says, "...and He must needs go through Samaria." Then cometh he to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near the parcel ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied with his journey, sat thus on the well, and it was about the sixth hour. There cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus saith unto her, Give me to drink. For his disciples were gone away to the city to buy meat. Then saith the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou... Then a Jew asketh, drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria. For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink, thou would have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. The woman saith unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From whence then hast thou that living water? Art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us this well and drank thereof himself? And his children and his cattle. Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh this water shall thirst again, but whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. We're going to stop there for right now. First of all, I want to look at the well because I feel like there's got to be something special about this well now the well's not mentioned in the old testament this is the only time it's mentioned but scholars do believe they know where it's at and although it's only about 75 foot deep today because of the debris that have fallen in in the last 2000 plus years at the time it was possibly 125 to 150 foot deep and here our savior sat beside this well with nothing to draw with, the very one that parted the Red Sea, the one that created the mighty Mississippi River, the Jordan River, the great oceans, here he is. He said it is with a thirst, but he had nothing to draw with. And that, as I looked at that, I can't help but think about it. If he had wanted to, he could have made water flow up over the top of that well and run down over his feet. He could have filled it to the brim. Just by thinking about it, just by his voice, by the words that he spoke, but he didn't. Instead, here he asked for this woman. I have to wonder, why was it at this well, and why did he not have a vessel? Why did he not have something? to draw with. If you look and you study the customs, oftentimes during this period, as people traveled, they would carry a vessel. They would carry something that they could lower down in a well if there wasn't anything there to get water because water was very important as you travel through the desert. But I look first at this well and although Jesus had nothing to draw with, I think about us as we stand at the well with nothing to draw with, but Christ poured himself out on the cross to give us that living water. John 6, 44 says, No man can come to me except the Father which hath sent me. Draw him, and I will raise him up in the last day. I'm thankful for the day that the Holy Ghost drew me. I'm thankful for the day that the Holy Ghost come and dealt with my heart and helped me to realize, show me that I was a sinner, show me that I needed to be saved and saved My soul, I hope there's some people listening this morning that know something about that living water in Christ Jesus. We see this well, Jacob's well, and we have to wonder why this well. She said, are you greater than the father Jacob? Who was the father Jacob? Who was Jacob? Well, we see Jacob. He was a man much like us he was a cheater in genesis 25 he was a deceiver in genesis 27 he is also a runner in genesis 27 he was like us and the water he provided would not last but god thank god for christ jesus thank god for what he did whether we're struggling spiritually as nicodemus who we see before this, or struggling physically as the man at the pool of Bethesda that we see after this passage, or morally as the woman at the well, I want you to know that Christ Jesus is the answer. He is the one who can save us. He is the one that we should turn to. I want you to see the woman, this divine meeting. I don't believe this was a happen change. I don't believe this was a just something that happened by circumstances and I don't believe the day that I met the Lord the day that the Holy Ghost dealt with me I may not have went to get saved but I believe it Christ come that day to save me the Holy Spirit had planned it he had orchestrated it just as it says in verse number 4 I must needs go through Samaria Jesus needed to go through Samaria Hey, the two marvels here is that Jesus, a Jew, would talk to her, a Samaritan woman. He's not a respecter of persons, and I'm thankful for that. They wouldn't have, a Jewish rabbi, talked to this woman with her moral struggles. They wouldn't have talked to her just because she was a woman. A lot of times, a Jewish man wouldn't be caught speaking to even his wife or daughter in public. But Jesus, as he said it to, well, he didn't care. He didn't care. He come for a purpose. He come for this woman we see the direct message that he gave her jesus told her all she needed to do to be saved in verse number 10 jesus answered and said unto her if thou knewest the gift of god and who it is that saith to thee give me to drink thou would have asked of him and he would have given thee living water he told her right here what it was water of life he told her who controlled it he did he told her how to get it, ask of him and receive it as the gift of God. Compare that to Romans six twenty three. for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Thank goodness for the direct message the woman saith unto him in verse number 15, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come hither To draw, but I want you to know that before, after the direct message, before she could get saved, we see the dealt with morals in verse number 15. Verse number 16, Jesus saith unto her, Go call thy husband and come hither. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus saith unto her, Thou hast well said, I have no husband, for thou hast had five husbands, and he whom thou now hast is not thy husband. In that thou saidst, Thou truly. The woman saith unto him, Sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet. I want you to know God always confronts the problem. The problem is sin. Anytime you witness to somebody when the Holy Ghost starts dealing with them, the first thing you notice is they start trying to straighten up. They start trying to watch what they say. They might start trying to dress different or do this or that or act better. They might start trying to be nicer and sweeter to their family, to people around them. They might try to quit drinking. God always starts convicting the sin. Second Corinthians 7.10 says, "Godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation. I'm glad that God always deals with the morals. And God, Jesus certainly dealt with the morals here. The woman in her conscience, she tried to be evasive, but she realized that Jesus knew all about her. She knew who he was. And the Bible says in verse 24, after she asked about the mountain and the argument, if you study this out about where the Jews worshipped and where the Samaritans worshipped, God told him, it, God, Jesus told him, God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Then the woman saith unto him, I know that Messiah cometh, which is called Christ. When he is come, he will tell us all things. Jesus saith unto her, I that speak unto thee, am he. He clearly let her know that she had met the definite Messiah. Perhaps she knew something about scripture because Isaiah eleven two tells us, the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the lord this was a prophecy fulfilled i believe that's why she went in verse 29 and said come see a man which told me all things that ever i did is this not the christ she had met the definite messiah there's no doubt about who i met that day i got saved i hope there's no doubt about who you met then we see point number three we see the water pot and verse 28 verse 28 the woman then left her water pot and went her way into the city and saith to the men come see a man which told me all things that ever i did is this not the christ i have to ask why did she leave the water pot why did she leave her water pot there to well perhaps she forgot it philippians three thirteen through 14 paul said brethren I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. It would do us good to forget some things in the past. it do us good to forget some mistakes, some faults, some failures, some things, some places where we messed up. I'm glad this woman, as she went out, she forgot about being ashamed of her sin. She went out and told everybody, "Come see a man that told me all things whatsoever I did." Why would she do that? Because she knew she was forgiven. She knew if the Savior would sit and talk to her, she knew she had nothing to worry about. She knew that He had taken care of it. Perhaps, perhaps she realized she didn't need she didn't need the water pot. Philippians four nineteen, Paul said but my God will supply all your need according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. She had tasted that living water. She had drank from that great well. Psalm 23 says, My cup runneth over. My cup runneth over. I'm thankful for God's blessings. I'm thankful for how He's taken care of me since I got saved. I'm thankful for that. But why did she leave the water pot? I I believe I know why she left the water pot. I don't want to add anything to scripture this morning, but Jesus didn't have anything to draw with. Why didn't he have anything to draw with? Because he did have something to draw with. I believe she left the water pot for the master's use. I believe she left it behind, just like the donkey that Jesus rode into Jerusalem was found tied in Matthew 21. The water pot was left by the well for the woman because she was the real vessel she was the vessel that he was looking for verse number 39 the bible says and many of the samaritans that city believed on him for the saying of the woman which testified he told me all that ever i did so when the samaritans were coming to him they besought him that he would tarry with them and he abode there two days and many more believed because of his own word and said unto the woman now we believe not because of thy saying for we have heard him ourselves and know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. She was the real vessel. She was the one that he was looking for. And she left her vessel there because all she had belonged to him. She didn't need to go to a private well. She didn't need to go hide anymore. She was forgiven. All that she had belonged to her Savior. We should be ready to give God our heart. We should be ready to give him our desires, our time. We should be ready to give him our money, whatever, whatever I have, Lord. We should be able to say, whatever I have is yours, Lord. Use it. We should present ourselves a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto the Lord. Why, Jacob's well, because a greater man than Jacob, the one that saved Jacob, had come, a one that would provide living water for all of us, spiritually, morally, physically, whatever your need, Christ is the answer. He didn't have a vessel because she really was the vessel. She was the one that he was looking for. Lord, help us. Lord, help us to give Christ our all to serve him with everything. Whatever you need, Lord, I give to you. God bless.